there's nothing worth more that could ever come close. Viene tu sigo, no te everybody today awesome well listen we are in week three of our series the Holy Spirit if you haven't guessed it yet and I'm excited about today because we're, we're understanding spiritual gifts everybody say gifts man we all love gifts don't we we get to talk about gifts a lot at church you know I've done things where I package up things and we give things out and man I just love giving that's one of my spiritual gifts and so today we're going we're gonna to jump in, but we've been, we've been starting every Sunday with this verse. So take a look at this for a moment. It's in Acts 19, 1 to 2. And I, I encourage you, as they're bringing that scripture up, I encourage you to um, go and watch the, ser the sermons 1 and 2. Because it will really give you some groundwork uh, for this one right here. So if you haven't yet, go back. You can go on our website. They're on the website. Uh, they're on YouTube, places like that. And uh, go watch these. Or they're on your iPhone too. So if you have an iPhone, you can just search in in your podcast app, New Hope Church, Frostproof, and you can listen to them there. But look, look at this scripture. It says in Acts 19, 1 to 2, it says, While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered. So they, he, he shows up. There's some Christ followers there. Hey, did you receive the Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we, have, we haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray today. Lord, thank you for today. I pray that you would bless this moment. Lord, that we would hear from you today in Jesus' name. And everybody said. So get something to take notes on, maybe your phone, maybe you write them in. But I wanted to remind you quickly what we've talked about the last few weeks. Um, week one, what does this, the Holy Spirit mean? You heard it in one of these songs today. It's wind, breath of fresh air. Wind in your sails. You know, maybe you're out. Maybe today you came in here and you feel like you're out in the middle of the water. Maybe it's a lake. Maybe it's an ocean. And there's no air movement at all. God says, 
I came to be that fresh air to be the wind in your sails. Amen? And so that was week one, so go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. And in week two, we are understood, we we wanted to understand the word Pentecost because everybody's kind of, some people are afraid of that word, right? Like, what's Pentecost? I'm kind of scared of that word. Shannon, it's really scary. It means 50. 50. <laughs> so we understood last week, we, we went through these Jewish holidays and they correlated with what God did in the, in the New Testament. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. But today, we want to understand spiritual gifts. Listen, I thought one of my spiritual gifts was wisdom, okay? If, you have, if you've been through a growth track, you see a list of 27 spiritual gifts. There's lots of them, okay? But I thought one of mine, David, was wisdom. No, not anymore. I got to tell you this embarrassing story, okay? We went, we went on like a three-day vacation to St. Augustine. We went out. There was a pool at the place we were staying at. And man, it was awesome until that night. And I baked like I was red. I wasn't white anymore. I changed color. <laughs> and then guess what? That hurt for a while, that hurt for like three or four days. It took a long time. Then guess what? The next week, I went to the beach and baked again, twice. That means I don't have wisdom anymore. So I know this is kind of embarrassing to my family and my friends. I wanted to show you this photo. Just wait a second. Just getting them set up. I need to show them this photo here and um, of me uh, after the St. Augustine and, and the beach trip. So just show them the first one here. There it is. <laughs> hey, what? Sydney, that's not the right photo. Show them the next one. This is the next, sorry. Look at the next one. <laughs> All right. So listen, God has, listen, God has gifts for us. One of them is wisdom. And I'm praying that God gives it back to me. So be safe out there. Wear sunscreen, okay? So let's jump, let's jump right in today. You know, God has lots of gifts for us. I want to mention three, and then we're going to talk about spiritual gifts. The first gift that he has for us is, guess what? Eternal life. Everybody write that down. He has this amazing gift called eternal life for us. It's awesome. It's free. Don't you love free gifts? Look what it says in Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen, I don't know about you, but when I get a wage, I don't want it to be death, right? I want to I work hard. I want to get a paycheck. Awesome. But I don't want to... I don't want to, at the end of my life, think, you know what, my wage is death because I didn't, I didn't accept this free gift that God had for me. I love how Paul says wages. Normally a wage is a positive thing. But listen, the wages of sin is death. You know what the wages are of us just saying, I surrender to you, Jesus, eternal life in Christ Jesus. There's only one way, and it's through Jesus. Look what it says in Ephesians 2.8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the what? The gift of God. Don't you love this amazing gift? 
There's nothing you can do to earn it. There's nothing you can do to deserve it. There's no amount of tithe that you can pay, right? It's free. We just have to say, yes, Lord, I want to follow you. But I want to point out the next two gifts, and it's not that we have to, to somehow even pay for it or do something, but, but the next couple gifts I'm going to mention to you, we have to put some hard work in. Right? If you're an athlete, you want to do well on the field or on the hockey rink, you got to put some effort in. You got to work hard. And then you see the fruit of your labor. That's the same thing with the Lord. When you want to grow deeper in Him, there's some, there's some things you're going to have to give up. There's some things that you're going to have to change. There's some things that, that you're going to have to say, okay, those are no longer part of my life anymore. So the next gift I want to tell you is the Holy Spirit. Write that down. The Holy Spirit is a gift. Look what it says here. Acts 1, 4 to 5. Do not leave Jerusalem. This is Jesus. Okay? So don't believe me today. Don't believe me today. Believe Jesus. Look what he says. He says, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised you. You have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water. So that's our salvation baptism. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now, the way I see and read Scripture, that's a separate experience, isn't it? So next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But we have this amazing gift. It's God's Spirit. Jesus didn't come just to leave us. He didn't come just to go on the cross. He came to go to the cross Raised from the dead and say, I've got a gift for you that will be with you every moment at every time in your life. Isn't that awesome? And then the third gift is spiritual gifts. So he doesn't just say, I have eternal life for you. He doesn't just say, I have the Holy Spirit for you. He says, I have spiritual gifts for you. Like plural. If they're on the menu, I want them. I've been saying it the whole series, right? He has spiritual gifts. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians 12, 1 in the NIV. Look at this. Now about spiritual gifts, brothers. I do not want you to be ignorant. Paul's saying, listen, when there's spiritual gifts show up and someone hears about it, I don't want you to not understand it. Look what it says in the NLT. Same, same starting the same verse. Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special abilities the Spirit gives. Anybody have questions sometimes about the Bible? Anybody has questions sometimes about the spiritual gifts that God has for us? I do. Look, look what Paul says regarding your questions. The next line says, I don't want you to misunderstand this. You know, verse 2, you know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshiping speechless idols. Verse 3, so I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts. There's not just one spiritual gift, church. There's not just two. There's many spiritual gifts. But the same Spirit is the source of all of them. There are all kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. 
God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. Listen, there is some, con- some confusion about spiritual gifts, I believe, in our culture, especially in the church, different churches, and maybe even in, in us today. You know, some think that when the, when the last apostle, when the apostles died, that was it. Some believe that, that, that the, gifts, the gifts ceased to be used and to work. Now, I know some of us are getting a little bit uncomfortable because we all come from different backgrounds. There's Pentecostals in here. There's Baptists, Methodists. But guess what? God wants to speak. That's why I said at the beginning of the series, let's have a blank piece of paper here. And let's hear what God has to say. So some people think that these gifts have ceased. Now listen. Listen for a moment. If there has been one miracle in the last 2,000 years, then the gifts have not ceased. I don't know. So I don't believe, the way I read the word, that the gifts ceased. I believe that we're still the church that started in the book of Acts. There was no end to that church. We are still that very church. And I believe that God wants to use all the gifts. Now listen, let's just, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. The gift that everybody's kind of like, oh no, this is the scary one. <laughs> tongues, right? We all say, okay, he's going to talk about tongues today, right? You're like, oh no, this is my first Sunday, pastor's talking about tongues. Listen, tongues is one of the 20-something gifts. And so maybe why you kind of are like, I don't know about those gifts, pastor, because someone may have abused that. Or someone, you might not have all total understanding because of what Paul just said. Listen, you might misunderstand it, Paul said. But God doesn't, God has not ceased to do his work God has not ceased to, uh, to allow his spiritual gifts to be used. Amen? You're like, I'm okay with faith. I'm okay with healing. I'm okay with miracles. But I kind of have a problem with this gift. Listen, we got to take, take all of them or leave all of them. God has them all. Amen? And we'll talk a little bit more next, next week about, about those. People tend to avoid things we don't understand. I'm kind of like that, right? I'm just like, well, I'm just going to turn the news off. I don't understand that. <laughs> Wait, we all don't understand that, right? It's like, turn it off. <laughs> we don't need to avoid something that God has for you because of man wrapping it wrong and packaging it up wrong to you. Yeah. We don't need to allow man to change our view of God. God is sovereign. God wants to continue to move. So that's why I say let's have a blank page. At the same time, I don't believe we should focus on one gift. Because God has many of them. And we all have different gifts. That's what's so awesome about the body of believers, that we can all work together to do what God's called us to do. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians 12, 7. Look at this. I love this. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Amen? Don't you love helping each other? Right? Listen, Tara and I 
have different gifts, and we help each other. Her strong gifts are probably my not-so-strong gifts. And then I have some strong gifts that maybe she doesn't, and we work well together. You know, but the enemy doesn't want believers to have freedom. The enemy doesn't want believers to understand spiritual things. The enemy wants us to be just kind of like float through this life, to kind of get in the stream and just kind of let the stream let us go downstream. It's so easy to do that. God's like, no, 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 we're, we're going upstream. Amen? There's, there's a difference. There's a different mark on Christians because God has something special for believers. And not just for us so that we can share it with other people. We're not just going to hold it in and be like, okay, this is, this is my thing. I'm not, I'm not giving it out. This is my, my gift. I'm going to hold it here. You know what happens when we hold it here? It usually just goes away. We lose it. Use it or lose it, baby. Amen? I'm going to, I want to use mine, so we'll keep going today. In the Old Testament, the Spirit was really a select group of people like priests, okay? And then I think now people think, well, the pastor is some sort of, like, if the pastor comes and prays, it's special, right? There's something special about that guy. Listen, I'm just another part of the serve team. <laughs> like, I'm not good at praying. <laughs> That's why I had Caleb pray. That guy can pray, right? We all have different gifts. And so it's not just a pastor who can do this stuff. God's not saying, okay, I'm going to pour out my spirit to all pastors. If you know the scriptures, said, I want to pour out my spirit on all flesh, on everybody. I don't care if they're black or white or purple or green or Asian or Hispanic. I'm trying to think of everybody in here. Or Canadian or Brazilian. I don't care. Or Puerto Rican. We got to Come on, let's give our Puerto Rican sister on the front row. He wants to pour out his spirit on everybody. Amen? Let's look at this. Definition. A spiritual gift is a, spe a special supernatural ability that God gives to each of his children so that together we can advance his purpose in the world. Listen, the gift is not just for you. And a lot of times that's what has happened in the church. It's like, I got my gift. I'm more special than the person over here. No. You're supposed to be humble with your gift and use it the way God has intended it to be used. So listen, I want to understand spiritual gifts today with you. So we're going to jump into some points. So number one, check, out the, check this out. Discover the gift God, I want to discover the gift God has for me. Everybody say me. Listen, God has a gift for each person in the room. Maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, maybe five, six, whatever, whatever you want. It's not a natural talent, okay? We got some natural talents in here. Like Jacob is a natural musician, okay? Come on, let's give it up for Jacob. That guy... That guy can play guitar, and then last week he was playing drums, right? We don't want to make his head too big, okay, right? So he naturally is a musician. Spiritually, though, that guy can lead worship, and that's not something that's learned. That's something that God gives us, amen? Like, yeah, he also gives us these natural gifts and abilities, too, 
And you know what? Maybe they're like, well, my gifts, my spiritual gifts aren't like obvious to me, Pastor Landon. Hey, that's okay. Maybe you just need to spend some more time listening to God. Uh, checking out growth track. We're going to start a Zoom one here really soon, and we're going to go through all the gifts. We're going to even do a spiritual gift test with you. And you can figure out, like, this is, oh, okay, I can see that. I can see that God's doing that. Look what it says in Romans 12, 6. Romans 12, 6. We have different gifts according to the grace given to us. Listen, these are grace gifts, right? These are gifts that God gives. You know, Tara... When Mother's Day is over, because she usually preaches Mother's, Mother's Day, and she's out somewhere. She's doing the live stream audio right now, so shout out to Tara. Yeah, she's many gifts and talents. But you know what? She breathes a sigh of relief when Mother's Day is over, because <laughs> she does not like speaking. She's really good at it, I think, but she, she breathes a sigh of relief because she doesn't feel that's her grace gift. <laughs> that's not my thing. Now, you may look up here and be like, oh, Pastor Land is really comfortable up here, up there. Listen, I just don't mind, like, people laughing at me, right? If I mess up, we're okay. So maybe that's part of my grace gift. But you know what? Tara has these amazing gifts that I don't have. Discernment, okay? Administration, worship, exhortation. She has all these spiritual gifts. And what's amazing about our marriage is we get to kind of work hand in hand with those gifts. And I think it's the same for you in your marriage, in your home, with your kids. Have you ever looked at your kids and like, wow, they have gifts. They have talents. They have abilities. So some of mine are giving, faith. You know, when we came to move over to this building, and Tara's probably said it many times, I'm just like, let's go for it. God's going to do awesome things. You know, we were at the time we had, you know, 50 people at church, maybe a little bit more. And, uh, and we're like, how are we going to even, Tara's big, she had the big question. I'm just like, oh, God will work it out. I've got faith. Let's go for it. <laughs> and then another one of mine would be hospitality and maybe teaching here and there. You can tell me at the end of the message, right? <laughs> but, you know, she can spend hours working out the details. That would drive me crazy. And so she's the detailed person. She's the administrative. She has that gift. But remember back in 1 Corinthians, we read a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. You know, some of you, maybe someone walks in this morning and you look at the chairs. Or you're like Mr. Davis and he comes in and he straightens up all the cards and the chairs. Listen, his gift is helps. That's in the Bible. That's his gift. Maybe someone else walked in, they didn't even notice that. But maybe someone else walked in with a different gift and they saw someone sitting by themselves or they saw a new person and they walked over and, and if they were green and they were green, they shook their hand, right? That's called hospitality. That's called mercy. So two different people, but guess what? Working on the same team to accomplish what God has for them. Amen? Amen? Psalm 139 13 to 14 says it like this. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I know us guys, we always look in the mirror like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Right? Even if I do have a dad bod. Maybe ladies aren't the same way. They'll find something. Right, ladies? You'll all find something like, ah. 
Even if you, you know, you'll just find something. Us guys are like, oh, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. My nose isn't straight, but who cares? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. David's like, God, you made me. Listen, everybody, God made us special. Amen? Psalm 139, verse 16, so just a couple of verses later. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Even before we are born, we are important to God. That he's creating and he's making us. Isn't that awesome? I'm pointing at my, anyway, yeah, I'm, I can't. Okay. Number two. So number one. Discover, right? We want to discover what God has for us. We want to discover the gifts. Number two, young person, elderly person, everybody in between, develop the gift God has, for, has given me. So listen, we don't want to just discover the gift. We want to develop the gift, right? Listen, when I, the first time I preached, it was terrible, I can't believe my pastor let me preach. I was fumbling all over the place. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't look into people's eyes. Like, I, I couldn't even read that day. It was terrible. But I had to develop the gift that I believe that God gave me. And so we need to develop what God has given us. Gifts change and mature. Just like us. Before, you, before maybe at New Hope, you wanted to hold a door. Right? Now you're like, I think I could go on and I can teach a Bible study. You know? I can do this. I can do that. And we're not, it's not just about serving in the local church. It's about having a gift for whatever place you are in life. At work. At home. With your kids. At Walmart. Wherever you are. 1 Corinthians 14.1 says this. Follow the way of, the, of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts. God's saying, I want you to desire the things I have for you. Right? Imagine you have this great inheritance and it's sitting in the bank account. Right? And it's like a million dollars. Right? I don't have one of those, but that's okay. But you have this amazing inheritance, but you never take the debit card and take any money out or use any of it. God's saying, listen, I have some amazing gifts for you. I have a spiritual inheritance for you. Like, take it. Develop it. Discover it. 2 Timothy 1.16 says, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. There is something you can do with this gift. There's, a, there's time where you can allow God to develop it, but there's also a time where you fan it into flame. Maybe that's reading. Maybe that's getting with other people that are maybe more mature in the Lord than you and discovering and them helping develop you and build you up. Amen? And then number three, the last and final one today. Everybody look at this. Use. Everybody say use. Use the gift God has given 
me that God has given you. Listen, it's so important to not just discover your gift, to not just develop your gift, but to use the spiritual gifts that God has for you. Listen, today is just the beginning. I believe when we start, we'll, we'll, have, we'll let you know next Sunday when we're gonna do our spiritual gifts test. And if you haven't done that yet, maybe you're like, I don't remember. I, I haven't been developing it. Listen, join. It'll be on Zoom. It'll be fairly easy. You can do, you can come on uh, from the comfort of your home. But God says, use the gift that he's, get, that you've, that he's given us. Wouldn't it be a shame if we didn't use the gift that God gave us or the gifts that God gave us? Maybe you know some athletes who, man, you're like, oh, they could have went all the way. Wouldn't it be a shame if we could go all the way and we just said, I'm, I'm good. I'm a little nervous. No, no, God's saying, come on. Come on, jump in the deep end. I'll be right there with you. I've got, I got life preservers. I've got a life jacket. I can't swim very good. I can't apply sunscreen very good. But wouldn't it be a shame if we didn't use these? I believe the biggest issue, one of the biggest issues in America is a powerless church not using their gifts. So it's time, church, to say, God, I want to discover my gift. I want to develop my gift, but I just want to leave it there. I want to use my gift. 1 Peter 4.10 says, says it this way. God has given gifts to each of you from the, his great variety of spiritual gifts. Manage them well so that God's generosity can flow through you. Amen? Listen, he's got a variety because we're different people. We're different types of people. Amen? And God's saying, use them so that my generosity won't stop flowing with you that it'll keep flowing, that you open up and you allow God to work through your life. Amen? So let's stand today before we go. Listen, I, I remember uh, growing up, I didn't think I had any gifts at all. I was small, I had like big old teeth way out here, you know, my family didn't have a lot of money and I got made fun of quite a bit. And so I always thought I was small, not, not physically, but just small, because people beat me down with their words. And I think there's a lot of people that feel that way. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you look like even. I feel like there's a lot of people who feel that way. It's like, I, I can't get past this wall that, that people's words have built up. So God's just saying today, 
you're not the words that people have spoken about you. Holy Spirit saying today, you're part of my royal priesthood, that you have gifts and abilities. I want you to discover them. I want you to develop them. I want you to use them. Listen, when I got past what people thought of me, I really felt like I started being used by the Lord. And when we moved to Frostproof, I said, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's, let's do what God's calling us to do. So this, what we have here as a church is a miracle, not because of me and Tara. It's a miracle because God uses anybody. Anybody, 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 anybody. Come on, church, anybody. My dream as your pastor is not to fill a building. That's why I don't care if we have two services and we're half full or whatever. My dream is not for us to fill a building. My dream as your pastor is for everyone in our city, our county, our country, and beyond to be filled with the Spirit and change the world for Jesus forever. And all we have to do is say, yes, I don't mind working hard. I don't mind doing the work. I don't mind putting the time in. Because remember, our first gift, 100% free. The next viewer is like, I got to do some stuff. I got to wait on the Lord. I got to read my word. I got to pray. I got to show up at church. I got to do some Bible studies with some friends. It's going to be some time. It's going to be some effort. But at the end of the day, you won't regret the, those moments because you're going to grow stronger. You're going to have the power of God living and moving in your life. So let's pray together today. If you're like, Pastor Landon, I want to experience the fullness of God's spirit. Would you just put your hand up and say, that's me. I want to, I want to experience God's fullness today. That's me. Let's pray this together. Lord, your power is real. Your gifts are real. Let's declare it. You are real. I fan into flames the gifts you gave me on this day in Jesus' name. I repent of any wrong thinking I have about you, God. Forgive me. I open my heart to everything you have for my life. Fill me with your spirit. Let me discover the gifts you have for me. Let me develop them. Let people come around to help me develop them. And let me use and not abuse the gift you have for me. In Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. Come on, let's give it up for Jesus today. It's time, church, amen.